I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. You're listening to Tita Talks, a podcast dedicated to usapang K-drama, Pinoy teleserye, and anything and everything Tita-related. Powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Now, here's your Tita, Tita Marian. Guardian, the lonely and great god, or commonly known as Goblin. Descendants of the Sun, Reply 1988, Crash Landing on You, It's Okay to Not Be Okay, Mr. Queen. Those are just some of the most famous rom-com K-drama na talaga namang nag-trending and got everybody hooked, puyat, and making plans to travel to Korea. <laughs> Isa na ako dyan. Guilty ako sa mga nag-travel sa Korea dahil gusto ko mapuntahan yung mga pinagsyutingan nila ng sa Goblin, sa ano noon, Descendants of the Sun, Kim Bokju. <laughs> But not everything that's trending are good. And not all good are trending. That's why I came up with a list of my top 5 underrated K-dramas, Rom-Com Edition. Hey there and welcome back to Tita Talks. Usapang K-drama ulit tayo today. But before we go into our topic, <laughs> lagi ko kasi siyang nakakalimutang batiin. So feeling ko baka nagtatampo na siya kasi last month pa siya pinapashoutout sa akin ni Mams Japet of the podcast show Quickie PH. So itong episode na ito ay dedicated sa yo Francisco Navarro. Etos. <laughs> Pero hello, Francisco Navarro, and thank you for listening. Thank you din sa'yo. Oo, ikaw. Thank you for listening and supporting your tita. Kung gusto mo din magpa-shoutout, sabihan nyo lang ako through any of my social media accounts. On Facebook is facebook.com slash titatalkspodcast. And of course, on Twitter and Instagram, it's at TalksTita. Anyway, so ayun na nga. I've always wanted to share with you my top underrated K-dramas. Kaso, kasi I really feel, I really want to share with you those na talagang ap- feeling ko ay aping-ape sa K-drama world. There are so many possible reasons why a K-drama may not be doing so well. Of course, may mga K-drama na wala talaga yung kwento or yung story. Yung parang, Lord, help me get through this. <laughs> yun na yung pumapasok sa utak mo eh. Yung parang for the sake of opa, kaya ka na lang nanonood. Meron din na mga nag-flop kasi hindi talaga magaling yung mga actors or walang chemistry. Aminin mo, may naisip ka, may naalala ka. Meron din naman ng hindi lang kasi ganun ka-popular yung mga bida. Pero, there are those that had a great story, superb acting ng mga bida, nakakakilig ng chemistry between the leads, and yet, 
it seems like only on a few of us knows about it. At yan ang pinag-aksayan, aksay, aksayahan? <laughs> pinag-aksayahan ko ng natitirang brain cells ko. Seryoso, pinag-isipan ko talaga ito kasi I want to give you something na, well, I define underrated K-dramas kasi as those K-dramas that did not really do so well in terms of ratings. Pero hindi naman sila yung super baba na binawasan na yung episode or parang konting-konti na lang babawasan na talaga yung episode. Kasi halos wala nang nanonood. Parang ganon. Sila din yung hindi man hindi nanalo ng awards or even a nomination. And sila yung mga hindi rin ganun kadami yung mga international fans. Kung baga ay walang buzz. International buzz, kung baga. Pero kasi mga K-drama na hindi ganoon kataas ang ratings, pero super patok naman, um, super patok sa international fans, like, I am not a robot. So if you're not aware about that, it's a K-drama about a complicated love story between a guy na may allergy daw sa tao and a woman who pretended to be a robot na kamukhang-kamukha niya for some reason. So, it's a complicated love story. Now, some claim that this K-drama is a flop in Korea. Actually, it's not some. It, it really is a flop. <laughs> Mababa talaga yung ratings niya. Um, it, it wasn't really doing well in Korea, but it was trending sa Philippines during the time that it was airing. Like, I remember going on, uh, checking, what, Twitter ba ako, no? No, Instagram. On Instagram, it was like, halos lahat niyo, yung mga suggested videos or suggested accounts na y- sa akin at that time, every K-drama uh, fan ac- account or whatever you call it on Instagram, they were all talking about I am not a robot. So, ganun siya ka-hype at that time. Pero, surprisingly, in Korea, it wasn't doing well. It had a really, really low rating. Pero, hindi naman nabawasan. Then, you also have those that did not trend. Hindi naman nag-trending. Sakto lang sa ratings, pero won awards. Like, Hot Stove League, who won the Best Drama Award at the 56th Beksang Awards. Which, kung hindi mo alam, it's a story about uh, the people behind a baseball team and their perseverance to bring the team to the top. So, medyo ganun. Ganun yung kwento. Pero, again, there's more to it, of course. Mabilis ang kwento lang yung sa akin. Anyway, so may mga ganung K-drama. But, I wanted to give you those that, kumaga eh, none of the above. Pero, worth the watch. Kaya natagalan itong episode na ito despite the many suggestions on Twitter na sinasabing gumawa nga ako ng mga um, underrated K-dramas, mga ganun-ganun. Kasi talagang gusto kong ubusin yung natitirang neurons ko dito. <laughs> Kaya ako sabaw. Everyday sabaw. Charot. Anyway, so for the next couple of minutes, Join me as I share my top 5 underrated rom-com K-dramas with you. And I'll also try to th- explain what I think is the reason why the said K-drama did not do so well and why you should watch it. Parang ganun. Will my explanation uh, why they did not rate at all or something like that be accurate or factual? Of course not. 
Siyempre hindi. Ni-echos ko lang kayo. <laughs> This is just me trying to make sense of things and to also better convince you, kumbaga, to why you should watch it. So parang ganun. Bakit ako niya-explain? Basta ganun. I'll try to explain things and see if I can convince you to watch it. <laughs> Alright, so let's begin with number five on my list is Ji Chang-wook and Nam Ji-yeon's Suspicious Partner. So, it is a story about a prosecutor whose life was turned upside down when he met his new intern who becomes a prime murder suspect sa case na hinahandle niya. Now, why did it not rate so well? In my opinion, personally, again, again and again, this is my own opinion, okay? Personally, I do have some issues with the story, particularly dun sa medyo weak na second love line sana na binibuild nila. But on the uh, other than that, in my opinion, the series was just okay. Kasi this was totally different from the previous hit series ni Ji Chang Wook. This wasn't as action-packed as K2 and Healer and then We didn't really get to see him in a very uh, act, yung acting wise niya. There wasn't really a room to showcase Ji Chang Wook's um, acting compared to the heavy drama from Empress Key. So this is the series after ano ba? I think it was Empress Key, Healer and then K2. So coming from really strong K dramas, medyo nag-transition siya into a more relaxed character. So, I guess the previous K-dramas were just too good or too up there. Then this K-drama followed where Ji Chang-wook was on a more relaxed character. So, hindi siya naninipa dito, hindi siya tumatalon from building to building. In this series, he shows more of his charm as a brilliant lawyer. Now, why you should watch it? Chundere, chundere, chundere. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, probably not, but <laughs> if you are into rom-com, then you probably heard about this Japanese word, which again, if in case you are not aware, it's a term used for characters who starts off as cold, hot-headed, stricto, seriosong tao, then throughout the series, it, he turns into a warm, loving person because of Love, parang <laughs> and that's exactly what uh, what happened to Ji Chang Wook's character in the series. So it it is a classic example of a chundere. Then you also have the chemistry between Ji Chang Wook's character and Nam Jeon. Now I know I've been talking about Ji Chang Wook for the last what two minutes, <laughs> but I did not forget about Jeon. Okay, Nam Jeon, her acting was okay, but again the story doesn't really give her. As well, that much room to show her acting prowess. Kum- compare compare dun sa ano nga ba yung previous series niya? Queen Shamdok ko siya naalale. Eh. Pero anyway, that's a really old one. There wasn't really a room for her to show that much acting kumbaga because the, the story doesn't really need it that much. There was some yakan scenes, but again, 
this is rom-com, so you can't expect really heavy scenes. Sakto lang, parang ganun. <laughs> and my last reason for you to watch it is OST. I had so many favorite songs that are, well, mostly ballads from this series. Really good, really good OST. So, if you haven't, uh, if you want to see a charming Chundere character of Ji Chang walk di- totally different from the previous ones that does not involve him getting punched or jumping buildings to buildings, then Suspicious Partner would be for you. Number four is Beauty Inside. If you have seen the Beauty Inside movie of Han Yojo, then the series which stars So Hyun Jin and Lee Min Ki practically, practically revolves the same concept. Antas ng practically, antas natin. Practically revolves the same concept, which is about this person who changes body the next day. So yun yung kwento sa ano eh, sa the beauty. Sorry, spoiler pa ba? Spoiler pa ba? Ilang taon na yan? <laughs> anyway, yun nga, The Beauty Inside, it, yun yung kwento niya, di ba? Yung movie, it's about this person who changes body the next day. Now, only the, the only difference, I guess, with the series is that it doesn't really happen every day. Dito medyo stable naman, and meron talaga siyang sariling itsura. Kasi sa movie, we never really know kung ano talaga yung itsura niya prior to him getting this body changes every day. Dito meron. Meron talaga siya. So, she, she, uh, she was So Yun Jin. She was an actress there in, this, um, in the series. Tapos parang um, like every month na nag-change siya for a couple of days or I think a week. But then she returns to her original body after a while. So, it's a more stable compared doon sa movie. But, they up it more, they spiced it up, kumbaga, by having the main lead suffers prosopognosia. Who <laughs> ang pagpronounce? Prosopognosia. Or face blindness, okay? Face blindness. So, talk about a really stressful love story, diba? Meron kang ta, yung bidang babae mo changes body every month. For a week or so. And then yung lalaki who suffers from face blindness. Which by the way, this is something that I've also learned through K-drama. I, before K-drama, I never knew about the face blindness thing. Which apparently is a real disease. But very few yung mga taong nagsasuffer with it. And yun, dito ko talaga siya natutunan sa K-drama because for a period of, I think it was 2019 where there were so many series that 
where the character suffers face blindness. <laughs> may something, may epidemic siya na ganun. Nag- yun yung naging trend at that time. But anyway, so yeah, why it didn't do so well? Well, because the original movie did so great or so well, so fans of that movie may not want to watch the series to parang preserve the memories of the movie. And I guess... The story concept was interesting at first. Kung hindi mo pa napanood yung movie, it would be interesting for you. Kasi nga, it, tao, nagbabago-bago ng anyo. How would they continue with the relationship? Parang ganon. But if you have watched the movie, which probably you have, if you are into K-dramas, you probably have heard about True Beauty. It's one of the best K-drama or K-movies. Um, yeah, so if you have already watched the movie, then you don't really get drawn into it again. I don't know. But yun yung feeling ko eh, kasi nakuha na nila yung attention mo the first time. It got you to watch the movie. So if they are offering you the same thing in a series, I don't really think you would want to watch it. You won't be as intrigued as the first time. Anyway, that's all I'm saying. Which is, I think... Why they had the face blindness added up to spice things up na medyo, ah, iba naman pala tong series na to sa K-drama or sa K-movie. So maybe this would be an added factor that could help spice up the story. Something like that. Now, why it worked for me and why it could work for you. I've seen the movie, okay? And I must admit, yung kinikwento kong yung describe ko na kanina na would not watch it because they want to preserve the movie, that was me. <laughs> Ako po yun. <laughs> at first at was at first talaga I was like nah the movie is too good to be ruined by a series starred by the not so popular K-drama actors. Okay, judgment pala ko dun. <laughs> Pero uh, honestly, yun talaga yung naisip ko. But I remember what made me watch it is this video clip. It was a video clip of so Yoon Jin being a badass and standing up against this pervert, something like that. Anyway, hindi ko na kwento. Pero yun, it was a badass move from her. And I really love strong woman character. And I, and if you also like those type of characters, then you are in a treat for in this series because the K drama, which is again. True Beauty, Inside. True Beauty. Bakit ako True Beauty? Beauty Inside. Oh my God. Did I say True Beauty kanina? Anyway, disregard that. <laughs> beauty Inside. Yun kasi yung naka-schedule kong papanoorin. True Beauty. Anyway. Um, so yeah, Beauty Inside. Anong sasabi ko? Anyway, I, I love the strong woman character. And again, as I've mentioned, if you are into those type of character, then you are in a treat because the series have... Two of them. Aside kasi sa character ni So Yunjin, the character naman dito ni Lee Dahe. Lee Dahe. Okay, pronunciation, really, really bad. Anyway, her character here is also amazing. Palaban din talaga. So I had a feast of really strong woman characters. Although yung kay Lida, he, she started off as like a contrabida and sort of, but eventually, naging bida siya. Para siyang yung character ni uh, Od Dan-o? Dan-o. 
yeah, kalimutan ko yung character yun. <laughs> yung sa Crash Landing on yung, di ba kalaban siya noong una kasi siya yung parang girl. Bakit ko ni kwento? Anyway, so yeah, it's a really strong character. The OST of this K-drama is also another thing that I like because it had a good balance between slow and upbeat songs. <laughs> Ballad and pop? Tama ba mga? Obviously, I don't know about music genre, okay? So you cannot get that reference from me. So you just have to Google and I'll, I'll describe it as po- as much as, as possible. Which is, again, it's a slow and upbeat songs. <laughs> and also, the sibling rivalry or relationship between Lee Min Kei and Lee Dahe dito. It's really good. <laughs> and even Lida, his character. Actually, her character is also amazing. There was, there was bitchiness. Okay. She started as a, an evil contrabida, pero she's not really the contrabida. But there was also the pacute scenes, especially her scenes with Anjay Yun. So it was really good to watch her. I guess it's a female chundere type of character. So, yun. Yun yung medyo nagustuhan ko din dito sa character ni Lida Hay. So, if you are into rom-com with strong female leads with a bit of fantasy, then try Beauty Inside. Okay? If I have said True Beauty earlier, I'm so sorry. It's Beauty Inside. Now, if you have seen the movie, believe me, This is a lighter take of it, but it still has the element of who will she be this time. Yung parang ganun, yung parang factor na inaabangan mo kung sino siya the next time na she transform into someone's body. Parang ganun. Okay. Number three. Eto, paulit-ulit ko na lang siya kayo. Kayong kinukumbinsi about this one. Pero I will still include it on my list. Number three is... Dinner mate. I have been talking about this K-drama since last year and ayun yung makinig kasi sa akin eh. <laughs> this K-drama Dinner Maid stars So Ji Ye. Yun, si So Ji Ye. Oh my god, nakalimutan ko. From Crash Landing on You. Anyway, yung previous na pinagsasabi ko, siya yung tinutukoy ko. Anyway, this stars So Ji Ye and Song Sung Hon. It's a love story between a psychologist and a producer that started with them eating dinner one night. Kaya nga dinner mates. So, it's weird. I know. It's a weird type of story. The synopsis I gave you isn't really intriguing. Um, it's not intriguing enough. And I guess this could be the reason why it didn't really sell that much. Kasi, di ba? Parang dinner mate? Ano, paano kaya yun? Parang ganun. The actors, although Soji Ye, after Crash Landing On You, is making a name for herself, but she's not exactly the big ones. Like, she's not yet that big compared to Suse Bay, Song Ji Yo, yung mga ganun. Pero she's, all, she's going there. She's going there, okay? 
Then, Johnny, Johnny pa rin yung tawag ko sa kanya. <laughs> Song Sung Hon, Johnny from Autumn in My Heart, he's not exactly the hottest opa in town. Not yet. Or, sorry, not anymore. I would say. Pero she, he's still hot. He's still hot. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so I guess because of those plus the story not being not so intriguing is probably probably why the series doesn't really have a great following and again probably why hanggang ngayon wala pa rin akong nakukumbinsi sa inyo <laughs> or hindi na talaga ako magaling magkumbinsi parang ganun yeah i think it's either of the two anyway so why you should watch it chemistry oh my god dear lord chemistry the chemistry between soji and song sung hon is amazing both on and off screen which is why they made it to my prayer list of couples who i pray to end up together for real Napaka loser ko doon pero wala akong pakialam sa sasabihin niyo. Meron talaga akong prayer list. Ang akala niyo ba yung Benjamin hindi yan kasali yan sa prayer list ko. Pasalamat kayo pinagdarot. <laughs> anyway, the OST is okay. Um again, I think I've already mentioned this in a previous episode which again, if you want to know more about Dinner Mate, I have a separate episode all about it. There, I mentioned that the OST is okay, but could have been better. But this is the actually the only OST that I have, that I loved all of it. Normally, kasi pag may OST ang isang K-drama, I save like a couple of it. Those na talagang tumatak, those talagang nagugustuhan ko na I feel that I can play even without the purpose of like listen, remembering the K-drama. You know, parang for my own pleasure. Dito talaga, all of it, I downloaded. Wala akong, wala akong natira na hindi ko pinili. Lahat sila patok ng patok kasi lahat sila tumatak. Lahat sila playable. <laughs> I don't even know if it does a word, but it's a thing that, you know, you can play it. It's not something na talagang cringy na maalala mo yung sad moments. It's it's something na parang, it's K-pop, not just a K-drama OST. It's K-pop. Anyway, so yeah. I did a full review on it. Just talk about it more on it on the show. So I don't really have much to go, to tell you. Nothing else to add other than oh my gosh, chemistry. Yun talaga yung ilalaban ko. I swear by the chemistry of these actors and yung characters nila. I sabi ko sa on and off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hope you're enjoying today's podcast episode. You know, I feel so happy that I made you guys so comfortable to ask me questions like, Tita, how do I start a podcast? Tita, ano bang kailangan ko unang gawin or bilhin? I feel like a legit tita of podcast because of that. So here's my tip for you guys. First thing, do it. Just do that podcast that you've been thinking of. And then number two is to sign up with podmetrics.co and use the referral code Tita Talks, all in one word. I'll have that included in the description. And you can now easily monetize your podcast show. So if you have a podcast, sign up with podmetrics.co, use the referral code Tita Talks. 
so you can get full control of how you monetize your show regardless of the size. Now, if you are an advertiser who wants to call up with your Tita, with Tita Talks, head on over to advertiser.podmetrics.co and fill up the form. That's it. Ganun lang kadali. Podmetrics.co is the easiest way to monetize your podcast. And that's it. That's my Tita tip for you. Anyway, we are down to the last two entries on this list, on my list, and it's getting more ridiculous. Ito yung mga series na ija-judge kita if hindi mo pa napapanood. Charot. Etos lang syempre, kasi kanya-kanya naman tayo ng taste eh. K-drama is, like most things in life, it's not a one-size, it's not a one-size-fits-all. We all grow up, we all grew up differently. We are all unique. So, what may work for me may not work for you. And what I'm raving about may be, may be meh. Yung mga neh. Ano yung sasabi ng mga bagets? Meh. Neh. <laughs> yung yung sasabi ng mga pamangking ko sa akin. Eh. Anyway, so yeah. What I may be raving about may be a meh for you. And that's okay. Because again, we are all different. We are all unique. I'm just here to give you some more options in case you want to try something new, okay? Like my number two on my top five underrated K-drama series, which is While You Were Sleeping. So, it is about three people with the ability to see future through their dreams and they try to prevent horrible things that will happen to them and also solve crimes through it. Parang ganon. So, I know I said that K-dramas sometimes go under the radar kasi di kilala yung mga bida. Yung parang ganon. Parang papasimula pa lang. Papaakyat pa lang sa ranking. Well... While You Were Sleeping stars Susie Bay, Lee Jong-suk, and Jung Hae-in. Yes, Jung Hae-in in 2017 wasn't really that big yet, pero Susie Bay and Lee Jong-suk? So, actually, I have no idea why this is not, why didn't it, it did not really rate so high. It had romance, comedy, mystery, all in one story. And It had really intriguing cases or crimes. So, hindi ko talaga alam. Hindi ko talaga alam, kids, kung bakit. <laughs> Plus, yung bromance ni Lee Jong-sook and Jong- Jong-hae dito, ang ganda din. Ang ganda din ng interaction nila. Nakakatuwa. They had a really good bromance. Plus, a severe case of second lead syndrome from Jung Hae-in. Oh my gosh. I think this is where most of us fell in love with him. Sa series na to. The OST and the cinematography palaban. Really good. Lalo ni yung cinematography. I have been raving about it since 
since the time na pinanood ko na siya, and every time that people would ask me if I have watched this, I would always tell them, yeah, it's a good story. The cinematography, lagi-lagi ko yung nami-mention, cinematography is really good. If you don't know, cinematography is the overall... Paano ko ba siya describe um, I guess in simple word, it's it's the overall appearance of the series. It's it's a pretty picture. Parang ganon. The lighting, the color, the costume, everything. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't go into anything techni- technical anymore. Pero yun. Just Google nyo na lang kung ano yung cinematography. Ganon ka gan- Yun yung ano, advantage. <laughs> yun yung panlaban panlaban ng while you were sleeping and honestly I have no idea why not everyone is talking about it and why it did not rate so high sa mysteries palang busog na busog na ako and the twist at the end <sighs> anyway but I guess if I must explain why if I really have to then my only guess is that it was okay. Um, I guess it was... There was nothing too memorable. No lines or scenes to that were too memorable. Na talagang parang pag may isip mo na parang Ay, oh, I remember this scene. Parang ganun. Um, well, there is the case of the shadow ni Jong Hae-in. Pero... That only boosted his career, but not really the series. Kasi nga, it's a second lead syndrome thingy. Pero, yeah, I guess, yeah, that that's the only thing that I can think of. It's, it's too okay. Nothing really to remind you of the series. It was a good watch, but easily forgotten. And I think the only reason I remember it is because... Tumatak siya sa akin dahil hindi nga siya tumatak sa lahat. <laughs> if that even made sense. It, it's memorable to me because I was surprised that not everybody was talking about it. Or not everybody is... Not everybody have seen it. It's a Susie Bay and Lee Jong Sok. Lee Jong Sok. Guys, Lee Jong Sok. Anyway, but again... This was not bad at all. And it was definitely worth the watch. So please try it. And my number one. Ito na. My number one is of course the series that I highly recommend to anyone new or old K-drama fans that are looking for something to watch that has an amazing story and talks about social issues. (laughs) Issues. Particularly those faced by women. And that is because this is my first life. Hey, I had it in num chigo. Come, Jong Sobin and Aki Shirko. Eat on I guess, Sarang Iran. Come, Jong and Tajim 
잡고 싶고 아무래도 좋다고 사랑하고 싶게 돼 So the story which stars Lee Min Ki and Song Jung So Min, sorry, Jung So Min, it's a bit cliche. If you just read the synopsis online, it's about two strangers forced by their personal circumstances, agreed to be housemates, then ended up getting married. It's a bit cliche, actually. We have all seen K-dramas where they where the love story is a product kumbaga of a of proximity. But you don't don't be fooled by it don't be fooled by the synopsis i gave you which is just the tip of the iceberg believe me believe me when i say that watching this k drama should be part of a curriculum because it talks about the struggles of women society and cultural or cultural tamaba <laughs> traditions traditions that are so outdated in korea marriage, and a whole lot more. You know, when I read about the description of the series, I was like, okay, this is a good K-drama to watch while I relax. Parang, it's a chill, parang, yun nga, cliche. It's formulated. Alam ko na magiging outcome ng pagiging housemates nila. Eventually, one would fall for the other and eventually, they would be, they would end up together. Blah, blah, blah. It's the same thing. It's a formulated K-drama. But, I was so wrong. Yes, this K-drama is lighter compared to Itaewon Class, Sky Castle, etc. Any of those palabang K-drama from JTBC particularly. But the things that they talk about in this K-drama, in Because This Is My First Life, are not light at all. Not only was I treated to a nakakakilig na love story, but... I was also developing as a human being, as a person of this society, in this society. That's how I felt when I was watching this series. And that for me is actually my second reason or purpose kung bakit nanonood ako ng mga K-drama. Number one, of course, is for entertainment. It's my escape from this reality, from all the troubles, lahat ng problema na pinagdadaanan ko. It's my form of escape. I watch K-drama, I watch movies. And number two, or my second reason or purpose for watching a K-drama is for growth. Because, you know, sometimes movies and series, sila pa yung nagtuturo sa atin of things that we may not know that our privileges are shielding us from. Societal issues na hindi tayo aware because we are somehow experiencing some kind of privilege. And Dun ko sila natutunan. Yun yung gusto ko matutunan through K-drama series. Now open yung pag yung mata ko on things that I don't personally experience because of some kind of privileges that I'm experiencing. So dun ko na natutunan and that's I f- I feel that's my second purpose of watching K-dramas for me to grow as a human being. Anyway, and that is why this K-drama, because this is my first life, is my number one underrated K-drama. And my mission in life <laughs> is to convince you to at least try it. Try any of the five K-dramas that I've mentioned earlier. If you finished all of them and you 
absolutely hate it, then tell me about it. Go ahead. You know where to contact me. You know how to contact me. I would love to hear your thoughts on it. But like I said earlier, we are all different. What may work for me may not work for you. What works for you may not work for me. And we should always respect our differences. Yung mga sinabi ko kanina, joke lang yun, okay? Nagbibiro lang ako. Of course, hindi kita i-judge kung hindi mo pa napanood yung mga series na na-mention ko. I would love if you would try them. And again, if hindi mo nagustuhan, that's fine. That's you. And this is me. And with that, good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars. for listening to the Tita Talks podcast with your Tita Marian. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the show so you won't miss out on new episodes. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.